everyone. Welcome back to Tea to Green with Jensen and Megan. On today's episode, we are excited to chat with Selena Saddlecow, a rising senior at Vanderbilt. Selena has been a star on her team. During her time on the team, she's had seven top 20 finishes and five top 10s, with her best finish this season being a tied for third at the Darius Rucker. Over her last two seasons, she's averaged 72.41 and 73.5. As a result of her impressive performances, she's been named an All-American by Golf Week and the WGCA. She's also been named to the All-SEC team. She has matched this success in the classroom with SEC Academic role, Honor Roll, Dean's List, and WGCA All-American Scholar Recognitions. Selena, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. So give us a rundown. How did you get started with golf? Um, so I was kind of like on the course my whole life. My parents, I think, started golf like a couple years before they had me. Um, and so like I was just as a baby, like sitting on the putting green, like trying to like have the ball stop before the hole because I thought they would be like stuck in there. I didn't think you could actually pull them out. Um, but I didn't start until I was like seven because I mean, I'm tiny now, but I've like always been rather tiny. And so my parents didn't want me to like start too early. Um, and so I started like a golf camp and it was so cool because we were camping like next to a driving range, like in a whole like the tent thing and like bonfire. And that's like the only reason why I like kept playing because I thought those summer camps were so cool because I was like away from home. I could eat as many sweets as I wanted. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of like the start. What events did you play in growing up? So it's just, so it's really different from, I think the U.S. Cause you guys have like the whole junior tours, like I think like Florida junior, I don't know what they're called, but like all of that stuff um, here, I think like golf youth development isn't as like developed as it is over there. And so it was just like local junior events, like then going to like state events and then like finally like national events. And then like slowly when you're like 12, 13, 14, like starting playing like internationally in Europe, um, and so like once you get to like, so when I was 15, I got into national team and then that's when you like started playing like the big stuff, like Spanish, Portuguese, French, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's really different because a lot of the tournaments are like ladies tournaments um, compared to like junior tournaments. So like you start pre like competing against older people pretty, pretty early, um, which has its benefits, um, but also sometimes it's kind of hard because you just want to compete people your age. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty fun. Has it always been a dream of yours to play college golf? So in Germany, you can't really combine school and sports. It's like sports are really like looked down upon. It's like when you're doing sports, it's like, are you not smart enough to do anything else? And so um, it's kind of like the only option, I think, or like one of the only options to combine like getting an education and like preparing for like pro golf, like another sport. So some of my older friends went to college before me. And so it was pretty clear to me I wanted to do it in order to like get uh, like go pro afterwards. Have you enjoyed being in the US? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, been, been a ride. <laughs> Freshman year hasn't been easy, um, kind of adjusting different cultures and all that. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy in Nashville. Um, I think I've, I got a really cool life there and I really, I really love it there. So um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That's like a party city of, what is that? Of the US almost, Nashville. <laughs> you know what they call it, Nash Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really funny because this semester, 
actually this whole year I was living on so you got like downtown and you got midtown and so midtown is like the little quieter but also kind of ragey part and I was like living in an apartment right next to it and so yeah it was really loud and I'm moving but yeah I definitely hurt the party people when did the recruiting process start for you um also kind of different than the U.S. I think I didn't start until like the beginning of my junior year I think and that was like not late compared to my friends like I think I I committed junior year like April and that was like early like I was one of the earliest of my friends to commit to school but it was kind of hard because a lot of like the Americans already committed to like schools before like for the same year um so some of the coaches were like yeah well we're interested but like we don't have any scholarship because we already got like, recruits for like three years like I don't know Jaina for example I think she had been committed since she was like 14 maybe um so yeah pretty different different time schedule why Vandy what other schools were you looking at I really wanted strong academics um that's something I really was looking for um so I visited uh, UNC Chapel Hill because my friend played there and then Wake Forest, Indiana, Berkeley and Vandy. And Vandy kind of popped up really last minute kind of the nowhere um, because I wasn't super happy about like the recruiting before. I didn't really find what I was looking for. And then it popped up and I went to visit and it just it was just really cool. So. Yeah, you weren't kidding about the higher education. (laughs) Wake, I mean, the only one you're missing is Duke. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I really expected that strong academics at some point. Um, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a good school, but it's definitely a lot tougher than uh, just balancing school and golf than I expected, I think. But I wouldn't change it for anything. What's your major? So I'm double majoring in psychology and CSET. So... That's, it's called communication of science, engineering, and technology. And then I have a minor in environmental sustainability studies. Fun. <laughs> what do you want to do with that? So um, I kind of, if golf doesn't work out, I want to go into like environmental, like finance or environmental consulting. So that would be like the dream or like second dream, I guess. So we'll see. Was there an aha moment when, for when you visited Vandy? Did you just fall in love with it immediately? Yeah, pretty much like that. I just like stepped on campus and I was like, oh my God, I just really love it here. Um, and I was like kind of, my dad was there with me and I was like waiting for coaches to like make me an offer because I went there like without an offer. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like I really want to go here. It's like super nervous. And they ended up making me an offer, which I mean, it all turned out great, but um, I don't know I just really liked the whole I don't know atmosphere being like in the middle of a city but also like having a rather like foresty tree parky kind of campus so yeah I love your guys' golf course and from the area that I've been around in Nashville it's so pretty yeah it's definitely uh, I feel like we got kind of everything the, the drive to the course is a little long at times but it also has its perks because you can like kind of vibe to music or like call your parents or something. How long would drive to the course? So officially it's like a 20 minute drive, but actually it's more like 25 to 30. Um, yeah, but it's really cool because you kind of like get out of like the whole Vandy bubble. 
like you kind of just leave school behind and like can go to legends and it's like a whole different vibe um so I, I kind of like that because at Kentucky we also have like a 20 25 minute drive obviously depending on traffic but like I enjoy driving and I love music so like I really thoroughly enjoy my drive out to the U club it's just a dip and like you said like it's a different bubble like out there I'm not running into people on campus like it's far enough away that like they're it's their own people doing their own thing as well so that's really nice and you can also like there's a mall right next to the course so you can like run errands really well um so I guess that's a pro too for the girls maybe not the guys yeah yeah the guys are a different breed what is one piece of advice you'd give to others on the recruiting process um I think for me it was at some point really stressful just because like I didn't really find what I was looking for until like the very last minute um and Vandy popped up so like I guess my point of advice would be like to not stress out too much even though that's like easier said than done obviously um and kind of like focusing like on your own mental health and like joy like in the game because I really felt like me stressing over what college I would go to really affected like my golf game and so everything kind of went south until I finally committed and then everything just got better so I guess yeah just kind of like focusing on yourself and not like stressing out too much about who's gonna take you because you're gonna end up in a great place like either way and yeah would you give that same advice to other like international girls looking to play college golf yeah I think like being international it's a little bit harder because first of all like you don't see coaches as much as Americans do um, and so you either have to travel to the U.S. to play tournaments or you have to play in certain international tournaments, either like where you're if you're from Asia, like I don't know what they got, but like some of their tournaments or like like uh, team uh, European championships or stuff like that, like where coaches are coming. And then also like if a coach only sees you once, like it's a lot of pressure, like having to perform at that like specific tournament. Um, and so I really think like not stressing out too much and also like if a coach only sees you once, it's less about like the score you really play and more about like how you handle yourself. And so like kind of focusing on that. And from that like international standpoint, when you were getting recruited and visiting schools, would you just like fly back and forth a lot or would you try to plan stuff around tournaments and being in town or how did you go about that? So I made two trips, um, so two like one week trips. Um, the first one was like end of what year was that end of 2017 like the end of fall semester of my junior year um so I went to visit UNC Wake Forest and Berkeley because it was like the first three schools I was like there was like mutual interest um in contact just kind of getting started because not being from the U.S. you don't really know what you're getting yourself into um and then I made my second like trip in April of 2018 and I visited Vandy and Indiana the same week so I didn't like go for one school I kind of like try to combine it so then getting to Vandy what has the student athlete experience been like there so far it's been it's been good um I think for some reason like when I was in high school I was like imagining college to be super fun all the time like you're gonna make so many friends and you're gonna travel and like you're gonna have weekends off and, like going to day trip and stuff like that which definitely is not true um it's definitely a lot harder I mean you guys know that I mean just balancing school and golf it's just it's a lot um 
but I really wouldn't trade it for anything because I think I've like learned a lot about myself um, in these past three years. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely challenging, but it's definitely worth it. And I'm sure people ask you this sometimes, like, what is a Commodore? So like, what does it mean to you to be a Commodore? Well, I guess officially Commodore is like some person on a ship. Um, I've, I think like Cornelius Vanderbilt, who like founded Vanderbilt University, he had something to do with like trading and ships and the Commodore is like a certain, like you have like the officer on the ship. And so Commodore is just like a sub person. I can't really tell you too much about it. Um, so it's a dude. Um, so at our football games, we have like a dude running around who's a Commodore. Um, so that's like the official, I guess. But for me, um, I think it just means a lot representing this like really prestigious institution like on and off the course. Um, and I think I've only like realized with every year I've been at Vandy how, how good of a school it is and like how much it actually means to be able to like get my education there. Um, and so, yeah, it just it just really means a lot um, to be able to like wear the Starby or soon not the Starby. And what does the team's training schedule look like during season? So we have practice. Um, we we have Mondays off. So in the afternoons are our off days. And a lot of us take afternoon classes that day just because it kind of makes like the rest of the week a little more chill and like less stressful. Um, and so Tuesday and Thursdays, we have workouts at 6.30, 7.30. Um, and then we have class in the mornings usually. Um, so we have class from like sometime between eight and like 12.30. And then we go to um, to the course around like 12.31. So practice usually starts like two. It kind of depends on the day, um, how long it goes, either like two, three or four hours. Um, and so we usually do like short game drills or we go play um, kind of depending on like the day. And then we usually have qualifying on the weekends. Um, so, so much about that day trip to, I don't know, Washington didn't happen. So, yeah. And how has college golf helped you further develop your own golf game? I think for me, really like playing a lot, like playing every single weekend. And sometimes even like during the week has really helped me like just be more in that rhythm of play, of just playing. And I think something I didn't really have to worry about was qualifying. Like that's not really a thing like back home, like either you just play your tournaments and then you have a ranking and then you're good enough or you're not. Um, but qualifying is really hard. It's so hard. Um, and I think just like playing under pressure like every week has really helped me like be more relaxed during a tournament because I'm like, I've played like under pressure the last three, four weeks, even though I might've not played a tournament. Um, and so, yeah, it just makes, makes tournaments a little easier if you're practicing a little harder. Yeah, definitely like looking back on the last couple of years and having qualifying, I've also noticed that that's helped my game a lot as well. Like just some of the nerves and stuff, it's it's a little bit different than tournaments, you know, because it's like, oh man, I'm either going to play this tournament or I'm not based on these rounds. And so there's like still a lot of stake on it, even though it's not necessarily a tournament round. It, it definitely adds a lot of pressure and you have to really figure out how to kind of deal with that with your golf game. For some reason, like, Qualifying used to be a lot more stressful than tournaments. Because like, as you said, like you make it or you don't, like that's a big thing. Like if at a tournament you can like 
play bad one day and like you can like come back the next day and like really rock it, you know? And even if you don't play well, like it's fine. You play a tournament, it's okay. But qualifying, if you don't even make it, like that's just sad. So. Yeah, especially like we've had those like two day qualifiers before. Where, like if you play one bad one day, like, you know, you pretty much have no shot or at least in tournaments, you got three or four rounds to make it up. So it's yeah. kind of like, it's crunch time. Like you don't got a lot of rounds to play. And also it's only like, it depends on how big the team is, but like, if it's like nine people com uh, competing for like five spots, that's like, I don't know, that's not a lot, but at a tournament is like, I don't know, between 60 and 100 people, I guess. And like, if you finish 30th, like that's fine, you know, it wasn't your greatest week, but like you're still getting by. Well, like if the qualifying, if you get sixth out of the nine instead of fifth, then it's tough. So. so you guys have a home event every year and you also hosted regionals this year. What is it like playing on your guys' home turf and how do you deal with expectations that come with that? I think personally, for some reason, I don't know what the problem is, but I struggle playing on my home course, whether that be like here in Germany or um, in the US at Vandy. But I think like when it comes to regionals, it was just really, really good to know where you're going to end up because I think like the whole selection day when it's like, oh, this team is going there and this team's going there. Like, I think there's a lot of like, for some reason, like nerfs going on, you know, where you're going and you'd like want to pick the best course or like be able to go to like the best course. Um, and so like just knowing that we're going to play at home really helped us like prepare for it really well and like play the course a lot of times. Um, and like for me, who doesn't really excel in qualifying there, um, kind of being able to like hit a couple of shots from certain places that I absolutely like hate. Um, so I was like a little more confident when I actually came to the tournament. And in the 2021 season, you guys missed qualifying for the national championship by only a few shots. How did this motivate your team going into 2022? So it's really funny or not funny, but like we had the same lineup last year as we did this year um, for, for regionals. And so last year, Lou and me made it like only as individuals. And I think given the fact that we were the same team um, who like kind of, we didn't make it last year as a team and we really wanted to, two of us already have been there um it just created like really cool tension because we knew what it was going to look like to make it because two of us did it um but we really wanted to make it as a team um and so i just think that like regionals it was just a really really cool team effort um i think being done with school we just had so much fun um and we're just kind of like taking it day by day and like not making it more than um than it was and like i guess also coming off a rather not so hot regular season um kind of revamping like a mental approach and like just trying to have fun and yeah like not make it more than it is really helped us like have a good run out there yeah so knowing that you guys were hosting regionals this year did that have any impact on like the goals that you set or the way the team trained definitely i think we spent a lot more time on the course compared to like just like on the practice facilities um and again, I think it just brings some like some sort of comfort with it, knowing that you like don't have to like travel, you don't have to pack like a whole golf like travel cover. You can just we stayed in the hotel, but it was all like really familiar, so we didn't have to spend I guess any like brain cells on just like making sure we get there and like we know where everything is because we were just so familiar with everything, and also just having all those supporters, whether that be like the greenkeeper stuff or like the golf professionals from the course. 
or even like the basketball team, the women's basketball team that came out and supported us. Um, that just really, I think, helped us feel at home and feel feel loved and supported. Yeah, I mean, especially that final round. I remember playing with you guys, and there were some there were some loud people out there. Like people were making themselves known. It was I was like, this is actually pretty cool, and I wasn't even on the team. Um, but just to hear how loud everyone was and the support you guys had was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Just like it was just really like a big team effort and team and like not only like the six players and the coaches, but like everybody of like the Commodore family, basically. You made a comment earlier that caught my attention that you said that you never really played good on your home course. Do you think that has to do with expectations? That's a great question. I think for some reason, um, I do better at like other courses or like in tournaments compared to like qualifying because I think I I don't know what it is I think I'm just I'm just having more fun um I think I just really love like the challenge out there and I really love like having these like if I go to like a new course I know I'm going to have a challenge where like if I play my home course I feel like oh like I should know how to play this um and so I think it's really about like me just being able to like have more fun and for some reason be more relaxed when it's a tournament on a different course compared to my home course. Was there anything that you learned your freshman year that propelled you to become an All-American past two years? For sure. Um, I mean, my freshman year was horrible. Um, I didn't make the lineup once. I played two tournaments as an individual and I think the problem, so I kind of like, I was coming to the US thinking I would like leave all my problems at home, which definitely did not happen. Um, And so like everything like kind of caught up on me while I was there. And I kind of like started to like lose the joy in golf, which I might've already had had that like my senior year of of high school. Um, But like kind of like having to practice every day was, was really hard because I really didn't know what I was doing with my game. And like mentally, I wasn't doing too hot either. Um, and so when COVID hit, that was for me, it was kind of good because like all of a sudden, like all the pressure was gone because there was like no tournaments and like you could just kind of stay at home and nobody would judge you. Um, and so I wasn't sure if I was going to continue playing golf, actually. Um, and so the summer of 2020, before my sophomore year, I was like really like, thinking what I wanted to do like if I wanted to continue playing or not and I think after some like reflecting I really realized that I really wanted to and then I just like kind of been like eaten alive by like the pressure of competitive golf and so I really like made it my quest to to focus on my own joy um for for golf and like kind of just prevent my whole mental approach and I think also at the same time I became a Christian in college, which was really unexpected. Um, and so my faith really helped me like revamping that mental approach and like kind of having a different perspective on it, so. That's a really cool story. I think a lot of us golfers experience burnout or just even anxiety um, at certain points in our life or competing with golf. Um, I was burnt out a lot, really bad last year um, as well in like, I made. I was playing in the U.S. Women's Open, and I was just like, I mean, this is everyone's dream to be here. You know what I mean? And here I am, burned out. Like we had nationals week before, just was like, oh my gosh, like this, this is miserable. Um, and I think it's super important, like you said, like you know, just to realize, like 
not this is a game you know this is for fun and there's bigger things than golf and like you said you reinvented your your mental approach i think that's super smart just for you to take a step back you know realize you know yeah golf right now is not fun for me the competitiveness is not there um but i really do love golf and i really do want to do this but like my mental approach is not it right now i think that is extremely mature and i mean it happens but i think it's really cool to hear that story because you know i, I you and i are really good friends and i i never even knew that about you um so that's super cool being from germany how was the transition to college i mean you have a huge time difference. Like, let's not even get start with the basics here. <laughs> well, I think the time difference kind of is fine after like a couple of weeks. I think that was the least of my concerns. Um, I think I really got a culture shock kind of coming to um, to the US, especially like, so I'm from a very like not city area. Like if I look at my window, all I see is trees. Um, and so it's like a very different environment, first of all. Then also just like culturally, like, I don't know, I... I get this question asked a lot. So I guess I kind of like know my answer. Like a couple of things that really confused me. Like, first of all, food, like the food is so different. Like, first of all, there's like so much more fast food and like, it's a lot more greasy, like in dining halls. I did not know what to eat because everything was like covered in oil. And I was like, oh, what is this? Um, and also like waste, like Germany is like pretty frontier and like sustainability, I guess and the U.S. not so much, and so there's, like, a lot of food waste and, like, other, like, types of waste that I was just really, like, confused by, because I, like, wasn't used to that, um, and then I guess also, like, public transit, because I remember, like, junior, senior year of high school, because you don't start driving until you're 18 here, and so I was just, like, really independent, like, taking the, like, bus and train everywhere, like, I would go from home, like, I would take the bus, to go to the train, take the train and then walk to school and then take the train to the golf course and bus and then walk. So like I was really independent with like public transit um, and that really doesn't really exist in the US unless you're in New York or another major city. Um, and not having a car freshman year, I was just really confused what to do with myself. Um, and I guess also like Christianity because like I came to college not being a Christian and freshman year, my roommate, um, I remember the first weekend, she was like, I'm going to church. And I looked at her and I didn't know what to think. I was like, you didn't know what now? Because Germany is like really secular. Like nobody like our age goes to church. Like it's really like looked down upon. And so that like, it's really funny because now I'm a Christian myself. But like looking back, I was just so confused about a lot of things, um, which I think at this point being the U.S. for three years, all of this is kind of like settled in a little bit. I understand Americans a little better. So I think that's one of my favorite things is like we also have two international players on our team. But just hearing the difference in the cultures, you know what I mean? Like it's completely different. I mean, I've never been overseas that much. I mean, I went to Wales, but like nothing like Germany or Spain or anything like that. So like it's so cool to hear from a different perspective of like, what you guys, what we do as Americans that you guys are like, whoa, like that's, that's crazy. Um, your freshman year, when you came in, did you do the freshman 15? Did you gain 15 pounds from the food? So I gained a little bit, but I actually uh, went vegan, like I know November of my freshman year. And so that kind of, we lost too many pounds at that point. So gained probably 10, lost like 25, but now we're healthy and now we're all good. Um, Are you but still the vegan? food, I will, 
so I was for two years. I um, I'm not anymore. I'm try like kind of incorporating some meat at this point just because I need to gain my weight back. Um, so we're kind of in the great zone, I guess. What was the reason for going vegan? Just to eat healthier? Or? Um, it's kind of like three things. It's like the holy trinity of like veganism, I guess. That's what it's people sometimes refer to. Um, so the one thing is like your own health. Like it's actually like proven to be a lot healthier, like for your arteries and everything, like long-term, like heart health. Um, and then secondly, um, animal ethics. I wrote a paper on animal ethics my freshman year, like kind of around that time. And I was like, man, this is actually like, wow. Because like, so I'm not necessarily against like eating meat and like, I'm more against like, there's the factory farming part, like part of it. Um, and so now that I do eat some meat, I'm like trying to have it like, like source as sustainably as possible. And then the third part would be like sustainability. Cause like eating meat, like the whole like far farming, especially like factory farming emits a lot of like greenhouse gas emissions, which like contributes a lot to global warming. And so, yeah, it's like all those three things. Have you noticed any difference in the type of golf that is played in Europe versus here in the U.S.? A little bit. I guess, first of all, like the grass is different occasionally. Um, you probably, when you've been in Wales, like it was definitely like different, but also it's like the island. So that's, links golf is always a little different. Um, I think like the course I grew up on was like really foresty and like rather short. Um, and like, I feel like a lot of like European courses are rather tighter and shorter compared to like American courses just I think because we don't have as much real estate honestly um as you guys do but other than that um I mean it's just golf at the end of the day you know um I think one thing I do really miss though is I really like playing links golf and so I'm always like happy to like be able to come back to like <laughs> you're, you're shaking your head to be able to come back to um to the UK every like summer and play a tournament there because I think it's just super fun <laughs> yeah I don't know Lynx golf I, I just don't put the word fun with Lynx style golf but I'm gonna leave my comments out of that <laughs> you just had a fellow teammate go pro what has it been like being on a team knowing you're playing with a future professional golfer like does this push you and motivate you a lot definitely like been looking up to Austin um like ever since my freshman year just like coming in like her freshman year she like played amazing I mean she won regionals had like so many runner-up finishes and I was like oh my god she's so good um and so I've definitely looked up to her like all the like just the whole time I've been at Mandy um and once I kind of got my stuff together um we have been able to like kind of compete a little bit and like road together I guess um and it's just been really cool like seeing her not only play well but also struggle and then come back um I think that's been really inspiring um that just I guess now she's pro first of all I guess I'm I'm kind of sad she's not coming back for a fifth year but I'm super excited for her that she's getting her thing started I think she's gonna be really good um and I can't wait to like join her at some point I hope so you had a rough beginning of the school year this year with testing COVID on your first day of school, which then turned into neuropathy, which for those that don't know, it's a neurological disorder affecting the hands and feet. What has this taught you? I mean, I remember seeing you at the beginning of the year for your guys' home tournament. 
and just hearing about it then, um, you know, you didn't know if you could hold the club. You, it was hard for you to walk up hills, you know, with the feet, walking up hills with your feet. Um, and like you were struggling. So, you know, you've been through a lot at the beginning of the year and to finish and going to nationals as a team, like, what has this taught you? Um, I think it was really, really interesting because freshman year was really not good. That kind of like came back sophomore year. And then I was like really excited for junior year because I was an All-American, had a really good like summer season at home. And I was like, man, like, let's get it. Like, I'm so ready um, until that positive COVID test. Um, and even then I was like, I was like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Right. 10 days of quarantine. Like, what's that going to do to me? I was actually like kind of, I mean, I could sleep a lot. That was kind of cool. Um, but then I like, once I got out of quarantine, like the first day I was like, started to develop symptoms and I was like, hmm, something's like not right. Um, and so things like just started to like get worse to like the point where like, I couldn't hold a club. I could like barely open a water bottle. It was like really bad. Um, and the doctors, like even though Vandy hospital, like there's like, they're a great hospital, but nobody really knew what was going on. And that was just really hard, like being away from home, like not really having my parents there because they couldn't enter the country because of like the travel restrictions. Um, and so that it was just, yeah, really hard. As you said, like, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I didn't know if I was ever going to like play golf again, um, just because nobody really knew what was going on until like they finally gave me diagnosis. And even then, like, there's like no treatment for it. And so my doctor was like, well, it's some, I mean, it should recover by itself sometime between like three and 18 months. And so that's like just a guessing game, right? Like, like 20 years old, like, I don't know what's happening. Um, just, yeah. Um, and that just really took a like huge mental toll on me. Um, cause I couldn't do the things I used to do. Like I couldn't even like use recovery tools cause it will like, it kind of scrunch my nerves. Like I couldn't lift. I didn't lift for like six months. Um, so that was, yeah, just really hard. Um, but like looking back, um, I can say this now, but also like, I think I've matured so much because of it. Um, and like, I think first of all, what I've learned is to like not take anything for granted. Um, so like this semester, now that I've been able to like kind of play again because like last in the fall I played UNC tournament kind of pushed pushed me up and down the hills kind of like have me have me finish the rounds and then old Waverly I had to withdraw because I couldn't really walk I was just just not there um and then this semester like some of the turns are really tough and I like had to keep reminding myself like oh I could not play or even hold a club like six months ago so I think, yeah, definitely like not taking things for granted, but then also um, I think it really taught me to be more confident in my faith and like to trust like God's plan and like to focus on like what's really important and to like, I think it really helped me like not put everything on golf or like at least not stress too much about golf. Kind of be like, well, I have all these other things. Like I'm more than a golfer. Like I have, even though like, I have these achievements to my name, I guess, like I, even if golf doesn't work out or I can't play golf again, like I can do so many other things and I still wouldn't trade it for anything. So yeah, I guess like long story short, it definitely like helped me um, change my perspective a little bit, which I have to be reminded of at some points. Um, but um, also, I guess like just, it really got, gave me a lot of confidence 
being able to like knowing that I can like battle back no matter what like what I get thrown in my way like whether it be freshman year like the mental issues or like junior year um like rather physical issues so fingers crossed that senior is going to be healthy yeah yeah that is I just remember seeing you in it was in, in Nashville in September late September and you know that was the first time I heard of it because I, I was totally caught off guard and it was so tough seeing you like that. You know, you were so unsure. You were so frustrated because, you know, no one really could tell you anything. Um, but I mean, it is it is something to know that like at the end of the day, like we're not just golfers, you know what I mean? Like we're more than just golfers and it, it to be reminded of that um, is super important. And especially with faith nowadays uh, or now that you're so involved with faith, like that's also super reassuring is knowing like, you know, God's got a plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think just, yeah, just all the challenges are really going to be worth it one day. You've competed in the national championship twice now, once as an individual, and then once again this year with the team. How different was the experience this year competing with your team compared to being out there on your own? It definitely was just a lot more fun. Um, I mean, Lou and me, we were there last year together, which also was good. I think it's better being there like two individuals than just one because then it's just, what are you doing? You know, it's just yourself. Um, and I think this year, like being here with the team, we came out early um, to Arizona. We went to a house. They did for like, I think three days, had like a whole pool and everything. Um, and we were able to like practice at Scottsdale Nationals. So that was just super fun prep. And then also just in general, like, practice rounds at this team are just more fun like team dinners are more fun um so yeah just in general like everything just was a lot more fun um especially because I feel like we as girls we just bonded a lot over those last like four weeks um and so we just had a really really cool like team experience together yeah and for the listeners that don't know the PXG golf schools get to go out to Scottsdale National when um, you play out a Greyhawk, and so we got to do that last year as well, and it was so fun, such a pure place. So I don't know if you want to speak a little bit to that experience and what that was like getting to go there with the team this year. Definitely. Um, well, yes, yeah, we said, like, Scots International is definitely super amazing. I mean, it's so pure. Um, it's just it's just really, really cool, and I'm so thankful that we are able to go there and able to, like, practice there for three days. Um, I mean, the people there just welcomed us with open arms and, like, really made us feel at home. And also the snacks are amazing, um, which you probably remember. Um, but yeah, the place is just insane. And like being able to to go there was just a huge blessing. Yeah, I remember last year, they have that like huge short game area there. And our team went out there one day and we were doing like a little chipping contest and we would pick like the craziest shots. We would be hitting flop shots like over the cacti there. And it was so fun just to be out there for a couple hours. Yeah. Also, did you guys play the, what's it called, Battle 9? The, like, little per 3 quiz? We didn't get to. Did you guys get to? <gasps> yes. It's oh, it's so hard, but it's so fun. Because um, it's, like, so, it's, like, a 50-yard, like, pitch. But you really, like, if you hit the green, you're lucky. You know, like, it's really, it's really hard, but it's really cool. It's a really cool place. Yeah, that's so cool. That's, that's hopefully next year we'll be able to go out and play that. Because I've heard it's a really that's hard, good. good challenge. So how did playing at Greyhawk last year help you to prepare for the event this year? And was there like any advice or anything you were able to share with your teammates? 
I think Greyhawk is one of those courses that uh, you just learn a little bit more about it each time you play it. Um, so I think Lou and me having played it last year was really beneficial because we kind of like we knew our way around and so we didn't have to like figure everything out from scratch in the practice round because you only have like one practice round and it's, it's a lot you have to take in a Greyhawk. Um, so I think we're like able to pass along some of the knowledge that we had gained the previous year um, and also we were able to like compare some of the shots at home, like some of the rough, like a thick rough or like some flop shots if you're like downhill. Um, so I think that definitely helped us before it. Was there any advice that your coaches shared with your team for the week? So we were, um, well, first of all, I think kind of, we totally revamped like our everything. Um, so once regular season was over, we kind of called our own like March Madness because it was just not working out for any of us. And so we actually took like a couple of days off of golf until April 1st hit. So I think I had like five days off of golf. They were like, we do not want you to come out. We are going to start fresh. Um, and so they're just like going to postseason. Um, we kind of, because we all knew that we had like, we had it to, to make it, like to make the cut at SEC then like make it to nationals. We just like kind of had to put it together. Um, and so I think it just really helped us like get like be confident in ourselves and each other that we are going to be able to do it. Um, and so once we did it, once we made it to nationals, um, they were telling us that like, even though we might be like seated as 23rd, which I think was like the second highest, we're like, we weren't underdog. Um, they were like, just telling us like, why not us? Like we have it, what it takes to like make it to the match plays. And I think even though we didn't end up making it, um, I think this approach like was really beneficial and will help us for next year because four of us are going to be in the team next year. So. And what was the highlight from nationals for you? Honestly, um, I mean, apart from being able to like play the final day again, I think that was really cool. And like having my mom there with me, that was, that was really fun. But I think just the team dynamic was amazing. Um, just, I think everything that we've been through, like all the injuries, all this like, internal like team struggles, like everything we've been through like all year or even like the like past couple of years, um, like finally paid off because it was just, we just had so much fun together. Um, and like being able to make it to nationals without two seniors, Austin and Lou, and like kind of have them leave college like that um, was really cool. And we made some of the memories like I won't forget. Um, so that was just the best part of it, I think. What is the most important thing you learned from playing college golf? I think not necessarily from college golf, but I think, and this might be somewhat of a bold statement, but the biggest blessing that college golf has given me was or is um, finding my faith. Because if I hadn't come to Vanderbilt or the US, I probably would have never like met Jesus the way I did. Um, and it probably would have never changed my life the way it did. Um, so I guess I'm just really, really grateful for like being able to, to have had the opportunity to like come to the US and be at Vanderbilt um, just because, yeah, Jesus has changed my life and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So I think not necessarily like golf related, but also golf, just like life related. That's been like the biggest blessing of my life. Yeah, that's super special. If there is one piece of advice you would give your 18 year old self upon entering into college, what would that be? 
Um, I think mental health is really stigmatized, especially in Germany. Um, I think it's a little bit better in the US, but I think in general, especially when it comes to sports, like, oh, like you have to be so strong, like mentally, like you can't be slacking anyway. So I guess like something I would want to tell my 18 year old self would be like, don't hesitate to like reach out to like two others if you need help. Like, it's okay if like you're struggling with something like either it'd be on the golf course or like in your life. Um, Cause I've like realized like during college, like reaching out really makes your life better because there's people out there who can help you with whatever you're like facing. Um, so I think kind of just encouraging younger people or like my younger self to like reach out if I, if I need to. Selena, thank you for joining us and thanks for listening to Tea to Green with Jensen. And Megan.